This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. We have two episodes left of 2018. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe the year is about to come to an end, but I'm excited. Um, I'm not necessarily just excited about 2019, but I'm excited for the rest of 2018 because I don't know about y'all, but like I said before, I still got some blessings that I'm collecting in 2018. And so I'm not going to rush into 2019 and skip over anything that God wants to do for me right now. Um, But I'm really excited about today's episode because um, I want this to be a two part series. And um, God gave me three points as I was praying about this episode earlier this week. He gave me three points to talk about today. And so I'm hoping that as I go into my prayer closet this week that I have some more points that he wants for me to share with you guys for um, next week's episode, because I would love this to be a two part series. But more than what I want, I want everything that I do to be in alignment with what God has for me, man, like. God has shown me so many things about 2019 and given me so many instructions about what I need to do next year, how I need to do this podcast. We're not going to be rebranding or anything like that, but he's definitely just given me so much insight and instructions on what to do. So I'm excited. I'm so excited about where this show is going to go and the way that it's going to impact you guys. But um, yeah, so this week and next week, we're going to and hopefully next week, we're going to be talking about beating the process. 
And this came about from a friend of mine whose prophetic was or who's a prophet was talking to me and she was saying, you know, Tatum, you beat the process. And it was something about her saying that that just really sat in my spirit because it not only because it's true, but because I didn't think of it like that. You know, at the beginning of this year, I made a decision. Well, last year was my year of really getting to know God. You know, I was asking God, if you just fight, if you light a fire on it inside of me for you, then I promise you that I'll stay the course. I was trying to get on point with being consistent in my relationship with God last year. So last year was a lot of learning, a lot of getting to know God, a lot of getting to know, building my relationship with God for myself. And this year was all about committing to God. My favorite scripture is Jeremiah one and five, where he says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, I called you a prophet and I set you apart in the nations. And so for me, I would my commitment for the for 2018 was God I want to become everything that you saw when you formed me in my mother's womb I want when it's all said and done when I get to heaven for you to say well done my good and faithful servant I don't want my life to be anything different than what you saw because at the end of the day I know that your plan for me will always be better than my plan and so that was what this year was all about for me just committing to God's plan for my life and so at the end of last year as I was fasting and praying for 2018 God began to really just show me the new levels I was going to enter into this year. He began to sh- to show me all the things that he had for me and all it is. And I was excited about it. It made me super excited for this year because I'm like, bet, you know, I'm about to be getting in alignment with God and everything is going to be lit. And I had no idea the process that I was going to have to go through. You know, and when a lot of times we think when we give our lives to God and we start to make him the CEO of our business, and that means it's automatically or instantaneously going to be this big success. But God knows if we're ready or not ready. You know what I mean? And, and all of us are going to have to go through a process at some point in order to get the things that, that God has for us, in order to get the things that we've been praying for. And I underestimate, if I'm being honest, the process. And I believe a lot of people do because who really knows? Well, none of us know God's thoughts. None of us know what he's working on. All we get is the instructions. We don't get the whole five-year strategic plan. So when he starts telling you to do things that hurt, that you don't want to do, things that that bring you to tears, it's like, I ain't really trying to do this. I didn't know this was going to be this difficult. And that's why I want to do this podcast because this year was that process for me. I mean, there were moments where I'm like, God, I'm blessing all these people. I'm getting all these emails from people who listen to the podcast talking about how much it's helped them and how they've gotten out of these these uh, dark situations. I'm helping bring people back to God. I'm um I'm helping people build their relationship with you in my personal life. I'm praying for people. I'm doing all of these things. Like I'm doing everything you told me to do, but my life, everybody else's life seems to be getting better but mine. Everybody else's situations are growing but mine. And I couldn't understand it. It was frustrating for me because I'm like, these people are applying the things that I'm telling that you're using me to tell them because these aren't my these aren't my words. I gave myself to you. I, I told you to to use me and I committed to that. So why is it that every time I speak a word for somebody else, their situation changes so quickly, but mine don't? I don't understand. You promised me all of these things this year. I don't see any signs of that coming. 
You told me I was going to be a millionaire. You told me that I was going to that you were making seat at a seat at high tables for me. I'm still at my regular table. What's going on? And and somebody asked a question about this um, last week that I answered in the mailbag episode. But that frustration can be real, and that frustration was heavy for me for the for for the really for the first half of this year and and if you guys have been listening for the majority of this year you can go back to old episodes where I would get on the show like listen I don't know I don't got nothing for y'all this week but I'm gonna push through I do believe that God will speak to me so I'm just gonna open my mouth and let him go but I'm struggling right now I'm, I'm struggling to take my own advice right now there have been times where um, my fiance, I would text my fiance like, yo, can we just go for a walk? Cause I don't, like, I don't even know what to do. Like it's, this process is difficult. I would just take my dog for a walk and listen to gospel music and just be walking and crying, walking and crying. Like, God, I notice, I know you have a plan. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. I know that I don't really have many words to say, but I'm just going to say Jesus. Because I know that, that that's the name above every name. That name is above every circumstance that I'm going through. And I would just do that. Because for real, for real, for real, that's all I could do. Because I was so broken down through the process. You know, the Bible says that God is perfecting all things concerning us. And in order for him to perfect us, he has to strip us from the things that aren't perfect. He has to strip us from the things that are good in order to make us excellent. He has to strip us from the things that might be great, but they're not excellent. So he has to take them away. He has to strip us from people that aren't uh, assigned to us to uh, help push us to the things that he has for us. And as those things are difficult, that process is difficult. He has to to build to dig up that those broken areas that we've buried down we have to mend relationships that have been dysfunctional for so long that we've just gotten used to them he has to to get us to forgive people who we have a genuine reason for being upset with we have to forgive those people because that's what he said and that stuff is hard we have to go to therapy and deal with things in our past that can't make it to our next level this is the stuff that happens in the process he might have to sit you down. He may have to isolate you when you're so worried about the fact that you're alone, but you're not realizing that that's the exact space that God needs you in so that he can build you up. This is all a part of the process. He has to take everything from you because your pride got so big and you thought that you made you successful, that he had to strip you of everything that you found your identity in so that you can realize that your identity is only in Christ. Like this, this is the process. This is the not so pretty part. This is the stuff that don't look good on Instagram. This is the stuff that don't, that you can't fit into 140 characters and make it um, motivational. This is the stuff that don't make it to the highlight reel. And that's why so many of us are so um, intimidated by the process or we quit the process as opposed to beating it because we don't know what to do or we underestimate it. And so that's why I, I feel so led to, to share this podcast with you because there's a lot of you guys who need to go through the process. There's a lot of you guys who God wanted to put through the process this year, but you you quit. You got comfortable at your nine to five. They gave you a raise. So you stayed instead of leaving like he told you to. You weren't seeing the sales you wanted to see in your business when you wanted to see them. So you decided to shut it down when God had the blessing just waiting for you. If you would have just stayed the course. 
but the, it's the process that so many of us are beaten by. And there are a lot of you who are going to have to go through the process again in 2019 because you didn't pass the test this year. There are some of you who allowed the process to cause you to go into a depression. There are a lot of you who allowed the process to make you so anxious that you just went back to what you knew because it was comfortable. So this is why we have to talk about this. And I want to teach you as best as I can and, and bring as much awareness to the process as I can, because if I can get you to understand or, or get it in your heart that the process is going to be hard, but also let you know how you can beat it and that you will beat it. It's my prayer that you will take everything that we discuss over this next episode and maybe next week and really apply that and take it to heart so that you, too, can beat the process that God has for you. And so yesterday, um, I was in church and they, um, it was a Christmas play. And so one of the soloists was singing this song called Mary, Did You Know? And I've never heard this song before. And I know it's a Christmas song. I've never been like really the type of person who was really into um, all the Christmas music and all that. I love Christmas music, but I don't know, maybe because I'm the youngest and there's not many like young kids in my family, we all grown for the most part so Christmas isn't as big of a deal as it would be if we had like younger kids or whatever so I never heard this song before and as the soloist and the play was singing it this song was just speaking to my spirit and I went live on Instagram yesterday and um, I talked about it and it was a really really great live and matter of fact to put a pin in this Instagram never lets me save the lives to my phone and I don't know what is going on with them but they just don't like me but y'all follow me on Periscope at Tatum Harrison T-A-T-U-M-H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N I'm going to put um, the link to that in the show notes because I do plan on going a lot going live a lot more but the one thing I don't like about Instagram is that it's only up for 24 hours I kind of want you guys to be able to scroll through and see all the lives that I've done and so Periscope is really the only platform that allows me to do that so follow me on Periscope at Tatum Harrison but yeah, as I was saying I was going live yesterday about this and the lyrics were just sticking out. And I'll put the the song in the show notes. But the lyrics was like, Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you've delivered will soon deliver you. And that's just the first little verse of it. But this really spoke to me because there's a lot of us. Mary didn't have a choice. Um, about getting pregnant obviously she was a virgin and God um, impregnated her with Jesus but she had no idea what she was carrying and a lot of you guys have no idea what you're carrying and that's why the process has been so difficult because the enemy is working overtime to stop you from delivering what God has put on the inside of you Mary had no idea who she was carrying that her baby boy will one day give sight to a blind man. That when she kissed her baby, that she was kissing the face of God. Like, these are the lyrics of the song, but this is true stuff. Like, Mary didn't know what she's carrying. You don't know what you're carrying. And you worried about the process? Think about the promise. Think about the, the lives that are going to change as a result of you pushing and giving birth to what God has put on the inside of you. Imagine how your life is going to change. Because not only, in, in, and I read that in the lyrics, the child that you deliver will soon deliver you. 
as 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 I've been working through this year, even though it's, it's been a process, God began to show me in this month of rest of mine, the the chains that have been broken off of my family as a result of me beating the process. He's began to show me the the um, the generational curses that I've ended because I, I stuck through the process. The generational blessings, the way that my children's children are going to be able to eat off of what I've done because I've beat the process. Beating the process is so is so important because you don't know what you're carrying. You think that business is about money and success and followers and all of that. No, you have no idea what God has put on the inside of you. You have no idea what your baby is going to do. And you won't know. Mary didn't know this until he was born. You won't know until you until you give birth. And a lot of you haven't given birth. You were supposed to give birth 10 years ago, but the process keep knocking you off. And the enemy is laughing at you because he, all he has to do is make it a little difficult and you're going to quit. All he has to do is get your emotions involved and you're going to quit. But do you know, like, I suggest that you listen to this song and put your name where it says Mary. Like you don't know what you're carrying. It's so important that you push and it's so important that you push now. Stop using 2019 as a comfort zone. Stop using 2019 as a scapegoat. Oh, I'm going to do this in the new year. If you ain't doing it now, you're not going to do it then. The new year high will be over by like the 5th. If you're not doing it now, you're not going to do it then. So if you said you was going to, you're going to start your business in 2019, no, push. File the LLC now. Take the money you get from Christmas and, the, and as opposed to buying clothes, buy your LLC, buy whatever licenses that you need. While you got your time off from work, instead of using it to Netflix and chill, build out the policies and procedures in your business. Work on your business plan. Work on your your, uh, products and services. Work on your profit margins. Read a new book about sales. Do it now. Because you have no idea what you're carrying. And again, that's why the process has been so difficult. God told me that I was going to impact millions of people before I had a podcast episode. And I was kind of like, all right, cool. And now this podcast reaches millions with an S, millions of people. Now I have a responsibility that when I open my mouth that I have to speak the things of God because I'm not going to be irresponsible with my platform. There are plenty of people with platforms who are irresponsible with it. There are plenty of people who you follow that you think know God who don't know him for real, who talks about him, but their hearts are far away. But all of the things that that I'm seeing the fruit of is now in the, in the levels that God is going to take me to that I know because I don't operate by 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 uh, sight. I operate by faith. I know where I'm headed because of what I see in the spirit. I'm not sidetracked by what's going on right now. So as I said before that I had that level of frustration of God, you telling me that you're making a seat at the tables, but my table looks regular. I've, because of the process, my table looks like what God said. So I don't care if I'm in my apartment in uh, Northern Virginia. If God said I was going to have a 10,000 square foot home, guess what? I'm in it right now. It's beautiful in here. Like it's, it, I've gotten into, I've gotten into one accord with what God said and gotten out of what I see. But the only way I was able to get this level of confidence and boldness in, in my faith is because I went through the process. 
So I'm going to get into my three points, but it was so important that I, I started with that. that. And you guys have to listen to that song and put your name where it says Mary, because some of y'all are pregnant with some stuff. And you letting the enemy cause you to miscarry. You're letting your uh, emotions cause you to miscarry. But you have to give birth. You have to give birth. So point number one in beating the process is you have to commit to it. You have to make a decision. God, Mary didn't have a choice to get pregnant. Mary didn't have a choice to, to give birth to Jesus. We have a choice. We have to commit to, we have to choose to commit to the process. There ain't no participation trophies in this thing. Like you either win or you lose. And the thing is the fight is fixed in our favor. You know what I mean? We're fighting a battle that we've already won. That's already been won for us. The only way that you lose is if you give up. The only way that you lose is if you quit. Like how amazing is that? That I'm set up to win at all times. The only reason a lot of you guys have lost to the process is because you gave up when it got difficult, but you have to commit to it. When I told God at the top of this year that that I give you all of me withholding nothing, I meant it. And I'm not a quitter and I'm no punk. So whatever is going on, I'm going to stick with it. No matter how hard it is, I'm going to stick with it. And I know that's why God has blessed me the way that he has, because I stick with him. Because no, there's nothing anybody can say to me that's going to take me off track from who my God is. His track record is too good. I say this all the time. He can never do another thing for me. And I'm good money, okay? Because his track record is too good. There's no lie the enemy can tell me that I'm going to believe. Because God's track record is too good. So you have to commit. I meant it when I said, God, I give you my life. And the enemy tried his best at the top of this year. At the end of last year was a great, the fourth quarter of last year was awesome for me. I was on my way to a six figure business. My, my clientele was, was, um, booming, continuously growing people paying in full. Like I was good on my way to my goal, which was a six figure business. And then God said, don't work with people one-on-one anymore. Shut it down. And I was like, what? What do you mean? I'm finally, it's finally caught fire. What do you mean shut it down? I'm, at, I'm, I'm going to the peak here. I'm getting results. I'm making the money I want to make. I'm helping people. Like, what do you mean? Cut it, cut it off. God says, shut it down. And at that time, I didn't have books or anything like that. The, the, my service was, services were my bread and butter. What shutting that down meant, shutting down any source of income for me. But God said, shut it down. And I said, all right, not my will, but let your will be done. I made a decision. I committed. So I guess that means I'm shutting it down. I took no more clients after that. I finished my obligations with the people that I had. Um, but I had, I took no more clients after that. And then God began to give me ideas. He said, do the prayer journal. I did it. Um, he said, do the, write the book. I did that. Do this with the podcast. I did that. I was obedient to all the instructions that he gave me, but it was scary. Imagine you being, you being on this trajectory to reaching your, one of your biggest goals. And God tells you to stop like, huh? Stop. How am I going to make money? Lord? Like, 
You told me to, to shut it down. This is my monthly income. I'm good. And everybody on contract. So I got a guaranteed monthly income. So like what? I don't I don't understand what's going on. Are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to give up what you've built because God says so? That's commitment. That's commitment. We live in a culture where everybody quits. Everybody quits on marriages. And I'm not talking about like if anything serious was to happen, like adultery or abuse or things like that. That's different. I'm talking about if it got too hard or y'all arguing too much, now you getting a divorce. We just are quitters. Oh, I don't like this job. I'm just going to quit. And that was me. I was number one at quitting a job. Okay. I was like, please, I'll get another one. But we're quitters. If something is too difficult or we don't see the success that we want to see when we want to see it, we quit. Like, what? no, you got to make a commitment. And that same stuff is carrying over into your relationship with God because you got them participation trophies when you was playing sports or whatever as a kid. You think you about to get a participation trophy um, in your relationship with God. It don't work like that. He said, be hot or cold. Because you were lukewarm, I spit you out of my mouth. You got to pick, make a decision, commit. And I'm not saying commit in 2019. I'm saying commit today. Ask the Lord to renew your mind. Commit today. Say, God, forgive me for being lukewarm in my walk with you. Forgive me for being inconsistent. But Father, I commit to you today. I choose to serve you today. I submit my business to you on this day. I don't want anything I do in my business to be out of alignment with the plan that you have for my life. You have to make that decision. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you future to give you a future and a hope. So if you know this, if the Bible says this, then I don't understand why we're not committing to God's plan. And matter of fact, I do know why we're not committing is because we don't trust them. It's because it's difficult. It's because the process is too hard. But you got to rely on what God said and not what you see. What you see is the ultimate liar. And we're going to get to that in point number two. But you but in order to beat this process, you guys, in order to not have to take the same test over and over again, you have to commit to it. Another thing that God told me this year was not to drink. And so I've had my fair share of turning ups in college. And to be honest, I'm good if I never had Hennessy again a day in my life. But um, I'm, if y'all have been following me for a while, I love wine. Like I'm a low key wine connoisseur. Like I like the, the, um, what it pairs with. I like red wine is my personal favorite. Um, I just love it. You know what I mean? But God told me to not drink at all. So I was like, hold on, not even wine, Lord. Like, I love wine. You know this. I want to own a winery. That's like my my goal for my uh, 40s or 50s is to own, open up a winery. But he was like, uh, yeah, no, don't do that. And it wasn't until some months later. And I said, okay, not my will, but let your will be done, Lord. I haven't had a drink all of 2018. And um, God said, and I heard the scripture a few months later, First uh, Peter 5 and 8, which says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And what I got from that was the reason why God wanted me to cut off the alcohol is because he needed my mind clear. 
I wasn't necessarily out here turning up. But like I said, I like wine. So I didn't see the problem with me um, drinking wine. But God was just saying, like, I need you to be sober and be vigilant. And as I look back on this year, I knew that the reason why I had to cut off all of it is because it would have be- it would have became my crutch. Because what at the end of a long day, what you do, you kick back, put your feet up, pour a nice glass of wine, watch a movie, whatever you need to do to decompress. That would have been my clutch, my crutch. I mean, I would have been probably drinking bottles, getting wine drunk because of everything that I was going through. And I'm just being honest. I'm pretty sure that's what I would have done. But because I made a decision and I put that out the question because God told me to, I put drinking anything out the question. I didn't have a crutch anymore. I didn't have, and, and last year I had a friend who God used to use her to, to speak to me a lot because I was still learning his voice. And so she will always confirm things to me. She will always send me text messages. She will always just be a vessel for God to help me. But this year we, I can count on my hands how many times we've talked last year. We've talked, we talked like every day for or if not every day multiple hours a week and we'd be on the phone for like hours but this year we've I can count on my hands how many how how many times we've talked and it was frustrating to me because I was like you know what happened like you was like my sister like I don't know what's what's going on and she began to and as we did one of those times we did talk she was like you know God I had to let you go and not let the friendship go but I had to let you go as far as the distance is concerned so that you can be able to fly on your own. And I understood the soon as she said it, I got it because I knew this year God needed me to be able to build on what she helped me with. He needed me to be able to build on that for myself this year. He needed me to be able to rely on just him to not go to because she's somebody I can pick up and call or send a text message to real quick. Because she was that, it would have been easy for me to always call her. It could be easy for y'all to always ask me or submit questions to me because I am pretty accessible. Or it's easy for you to always go to the pastor. But a part of the process is learning how to rely on God and not humans. And so this year, God needed me to be able to rely on him. And I'm grateful for that because the process has made me to be able to be so grounded in my relationship with him and be so um, immovable in my relationship with him. But I had to commit to it. I had to commit to it. The foundation of everything that I'm telling you guys is you have to commit to it. Are you willing to give up everything that you're comfortable with to follow God? Are you willing to give up everything that you're popular for to follow God? Are you willing to give up all your followers? Are you willing to give up your money? Um, are you willing to give up your business if God says so? These are, are things that you really got to ask yourself. Because that's a, sometimes that's a part of the process. God may tell you to be still in one of the busiest months in your business. Are you really willing to do that? We have to commit to it, you guys. That's the only way that we're going to beat the process is to commit to seeing the process through. So that was point number one. Point number two is how you feel should never dictate what you do. This one gets a lot of people caught up. 
there's this album it's a gospel album by a man named anthony j brown and it's called a long way from sunday i'm going to put the link in the show notes i'm giving y'all everything i'm going to put the link in the show notes and this is actually where i got my inspiration for the god is my ceo prayer journal where um there's a part in the journal that says i feel but i know and so the section says i feel so you may feel overwhelmed in your business and then the i know is scriptures that speak against whatever it is that you're feeling. And this album, A Long Way From Sunday, is something that whenever I'm in the thick of the process, I always play it because it just speaks to what you know. It acknowledges how you feel, but it requires you to take actions on what you know. Like there's a song on there called I Refuse. And a song, um, some of the lyrics are, lyrics are I refuse to believe that my struggles or my problems are greater or bigger than my God and the song is such a beautiful song but the overall point is how you feel should not dictate what you do because the process is never easy God has to 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 strip you of some stuff like I said if he's the potter and we're the clay we got to be disfigured when you're doing pottery you know what you're making you know just like he formed you in your mother's womb but just like he knew you when you're making pottery you know what the end result is let's say you're making a bowl or whatever so then you take the clay you put it through this process which requires you to mold it it's spinning and you're molding it you're disfiguring it as it was in order to form it into the vision that you have so in order for God to um, mold you into what he saw before he formed you in your mother's womb he has to disfigure you some he has to put you in this process and it hurts the stretching hurts the molding hurts because you're sh- you're shedding some stuff. You're shredding that dead weight. You're building on these new habits. You're learning time management skills. You're getting over whatever hurt caused you to have a bad attitude. You're going through the process. And it, and it hurts. And a lot of us want to hop off the wheel because it hurts too bad because of our feelings. But your feelings should never dictate what you do. So that's why I say it's Jer- that's why I recited Jeremiah 29, 11. He had he knew he knows the plans that he has for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope in the future. So when you're going through this stage, when you're going through feeling hurt, then you recite what you know. You acknowledge how you feel. God, I'm hurt. This process is is difficult, but nevertheless, let your will be done and not mine. Nevertheless, like God, this is different. You told me to shut down all my revenue streams. I have no idea how I'm going to make money now. You got me opening my mouth and talking to these people every single week. And all of this is happening in their lives. And I'm not seeing the increase in mine. Like God, what's going on? This hurts. But nevertheless, you know the plan that you have for me, plan to prosper me, plan to give me hope in the future. So, Father, I submit to that plan. That's how you have to do it. Acknowledge how you feel, but stand on what you know. And what you know is always the word of God. So you may say God is coming to the end of the year. I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur by now. I thought that I was going to to be in a new tax bracket by now. You promised me all of these things, God. We only got a week left. I'm, I'm worried. I'm anxious. But nevertheless, God, I am strong, courageous, and firm. I fear not, and I am not in terror. For it is the Lord my God who goes with me. He will not fail me nor forsake me, according according to Deuteronomy 31.6. 
You may say, God, you giving me these instructions, but I don't know. I don't know what the what the future is going to hold. Like you telling me to shut down my business. You're telling me to open up this new business in an industry I know nothing about. Everybody is telling me that I can't do it. But nevertheless, God, I will not worry or be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own troubles, according to Matthew 634. Like this is what you have to do, you guys. Acknowledge your feelings, but do not be dictated by them. You have to acknowledge what you feel, but but stand on what you know. And you have to know the order, the the you have to know the word of God in order to do this. I'm going to leave another reference in the show notes. And this book is called The Power, I mean, The Secret Power of Speaking God's Word by Joyce Meyer. And it's a small little book of scriptures that are categorized based off of what you may feel. And I suggest that you purchase this book and um, like ASAP. I'm going to put the link on there. Purchase this book ASAP because as you go through this process, this book is going to help you. This book it has been so amazing for me because on the days that I I'm so broken or I've been so broken in this process that I couldn't even find the scripture. I could just open this book up and go to what I'm feeling and read the word of God out loud on the days where I didn't even have any words to say, I will go to the blessed and bossed up playlist. The link is in the show notes as well. And just play that and allow this, the, my praise to speak for me. Like the process is hard. But like I said, you guys, this is a fight that is fixed in our favor. Don't forfeit it. Don't get don't throw in the towel on something that's already rigged for you to win. You just got to put the strategies and controls in place to beat this process. We all are going to go through a process there. Before you give birth, there's nine months of a process of the baby being formed on the inside of you. So you can't be afraid of the process. We got to stop allowing this uh, this instant gratification society to make us quitters, to make us lazy, to make us doubt God. We have to commit to him. We have to not give into our um, emotions and really beat this process so that we can become everything that he saw before he formed us in our in our mother's womb. I'm going to read you another scripture. It's Galatians 5, 16 through 24. It says, so I say, this is the New Living Translations. It says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you will be doing what your then you won't be doing what your sinful nature, which means your flesh, your body craves. This sinful nature wants to do evil. You want your body wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what you naturally want. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the the desires of your sinful nature, the desires of your flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, Outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 
gentleness and self-control. There is no law against such things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their flesh to his cross and crucified them there. So this this scripture just talks about the battle between the spirit and the flesh. The flesh is, is your feelings. The flesh is what you naturally want to do. It's always in conflict. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's always in conflict with the spirit. So you have to get your flesh under control. You have to go with what the spirit says. You have to go with what the word of God says and not how you feel. And that's difficult, you know, especially in this process, because if you're going through a tough time, your natural way is to figure out how to get out of it. But the spirit wants you to go through it so that you can be so that the pressure can make you into a diamond. But your flesh is like, nah, I got to get out of here. This hurts. All I want to focus on is stopping the pain. But you can't do that. You have to go through it and, and, and stand on what the word says, which is, again, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that is plain is to prosper us. So these are, are, are practical things I'm trying to tell you guys, because I don't want you going into 2019 losing the process again. I don't want it to be another year from now that you said that you were supposed to give birth to something that you didn't. I don't want it to be another year from now that you're still battling with the same things. I want to give you everything that I got, everything the Lord wants to use me to give to you so that you can beat the process and live uh, the life that God has for you live a life of abundance of joy of peace of prosperity there's so many promises of the kingdom of God but we got to get through this process so that we can be able to handle it there's no way around it and point number three and this leads me into it is use the fruit of the spirit the ones that I named so again the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Use these as a measuring stick for how you're doing in your walk. So if you are missing joy, then you need to cling back to the Holy Spirit because that's a fruit of it. If you're missing love, you need to cling back to the Holy Spirit. Stay in prayer about this thing. Find scriptures that you can speak out loud. Uh, read the book fervent and create these strategic prayers for these areas. But this is your measuring stick. Self-control is a big one for entrepreneurs. A lot of us don't have discipline. That's why we feel like I can't balance a nine to five in my business when you can, if you had a good time management skills. So again, you, number three is, is short and sweet. Use the Holy Spirit as a measuring stick for how you're doing. And if any of these fruit are missing, then go back to the drawing board so that you can get it back. So that's it for this week's episode, you guys. I'm going to do a quick recap. Point number one is you got to commit to the process. Number two is your feelings should not dictate what you do. And then number three is use the fruit of the spirit as a measuring stick. This is one of those times where you really want to be, um, you really want to pay attention to the show notes because I have so much, so many resources that I'm going to give you. If you're on my emailing list, I'm going to send these out in an email as well. If you're not a part of Blessed and Bossed Up Society, you're truly missing out. Like this month, we did so much. Emily Dela Cruz, who is a marketing genius, gave an excellent class on marketing and funnels to where now everybody knows exactly what they need to do to secure their clients and, and uh, secure the sales that they're looking for and things in 2019. In January, we have Raven Jones, who y'all know, she's 
She was just on a podcast a few weeks ago. She was on the podcast last year. She is actually going to be um, teaching our January business masterclass on going from em- um, employee to entrepreneur. So you definitely want to get into Blessed and Bossed Up Society. Um, I got an amazing sermon coming up that God has been sharing, that God is going to share with me. So yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. I wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, enjoy your families, eat lots of good food, but more importantly, birth what God has put on the inside of you before the new year. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next week.